Tihrim Perek Gimal. Perek Gimal is the Mizmor of Bivorechom Ipenei Avshalom Beno, the uh, Mizmor said by David as he was escaping from Avshalom. The story of David's escape from Avshalom as Avshalom was attempting to declare himself king is described in Shimuel Bet, Perakim Tetvav Tuyotet. And as we know, it was a time where David had to escape like a fugitive. He realized Achitophel was a traitor. He was cursed by Shimi. There were many terrible things happening to David and things that affected David's perception of himself. And this backdrop helps us understand the words of the Mizmor, where it seems like the speaker is alone, while everyone who surrounds him is his enemies. Now, however, as, although we can see this Mizmor as something that would have been said by David at a particular time, as it is included in the Book of Tehillim, we can also view it as a general prayer to be said by anyone beset by enemies who still maintains his faith that Hashem will save him and calls out to Hashem for salvation. The Mizmor is divided into three sections. The first one in Pesukim Bet Tegimel, David describes his distress to Hashem. In Pesukim Dalet Tezayin, he then describes his faith in Hashem. And once this is expressed, he moves on to the third section, Pesukim Chayt Entet, where he requests Hashem to save him. Pasuk Aleph. Mizmor le David bevorechom mipenei Avshalom beno. Mizmor le David, when he fled from Avshalom, his son. Perek Gimal is the first of Tehillim to open with the phrase Mizmor le David. As we said in the introduction, Mizmor is a unique word only found in Sefer Tehillim, and it's found in the beginning of 57 different Mizmorim, but it is never found within an actual Mizmor, so this is something more that serves as a heading to the Mizmor. Uh, the Mitzudot explains that it's Milashon Zemer, um, so these Mizmorim would be said with musical accompaniment, perhaps by the Levi'im in the Beit HaMikdash. The Radak points out, though, that it seems strange for David to say a Mizmor as he is escaping, so we have a very distressful uh, pedic of Tehillim, but it starts with Mizmor, which sounds like song, something happy, um, but he explains that the appellation Mizmor le David was only added on when they were said as part of Mizmorim in the Beit HaMikdash. And when we add the le David, this can be of or for David, implying that it was written by David. Pasuk Bet. Adonai mara butzarai rabim kamimalai. Hashem, how many are my enemies? Many who rise up against me. Uh, by saying kamim alai, lakum is, we know is to stand. So here David is saying, they're standing against me, they appear to be successful. And we know that as he is escaping Avshalom, it really is a case of marabutzarai. Everyone appears to be David's enemy. We have Avshalom, Shimi, and as we saw in the previous pasuk, it's Beno. Even his son is now his enemy. Pasuk Gimal. Rabim omerim lenafshi. Many people say about me or my life, uh, the word nafshi is used in other places in Tehillim as a poetic way of referring to one's entire being. So many people say about my life, There is no salvation for him in Hashem. Hashem will not save him. He has lost hope feeling that he will not be saved. And the word Yeshuata is just 
a poetic way of saying the word Yeshua. And then our Pasuk ends with the word Selah. So obviously we will see this word many times throughout Tehillim, but since this is the first time we are seeing it, we'll look at some of the explanations that have been set forth for what this word means. So Selah is another unique word in Tehillim. There's a few explanations about what it could mean, but we don't have a clear set definition. So Chazal explained the word Selah as Leolam Va'ed, meaning forever, so it's kind of like a word of affirmation at the end of the sentence, um, similar to saying Amen at the end of a pasuk. Uh, the Malbim says that Selah is like a period in poetic form, so it comes to indicate some kind of stop in the middle of the poem of the Mizmor of Tehillim. And it can also be, it's also viewed as some form of musical notation. So whenever we see the word Selah, perhaps that indicated something about how, about musically, how this Mizmor should have been sung or played in the Mikdash. Now that David has expressed his distress to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we move on to the second section of the Mizmor, where he describes his faith in Hashem, Pasuk Dalet. But, veata, the vav indicates a but, but these people are not right. You, Hashem, are shields for me. Magen is a shield or armor that keeps away stones and arrows. And it represents a general idea of protection from evil. Um, it's sim- a symbolic image that Hashem is the one who is protecting an individual, even as he fights a physical war. You, Hashem, are my glory. You raise my head. And the raising of the head is a sign of victory. With my voice, I call out to Hashem, meaning I pray to Hashem. And he answers me from his holy mountain, which can be Tzion, the place where we direct our prayers. And if you look at the words, the word ekra is in future while Vaya'aneni is in the past tense. So we can read this together as every time I call out to Hashem, He answers me, um, therefore I am confident that He will answer me from Zion. Pasuk Vav Ani shachavti va'ishana hekitsoti ki Adonai yismecheni I lay down and I sleep, and then I wake up because Hashem sustains me. So here we see a sign of extreme confidence in Hashem, where although David is in a time of distress, although many people pursue him, there's many who are coming against me, but I can lay down and sleep because I am confident in Hashem. His sleep is not interrupted. He can lay down, he could sleep, and then when he wakes up, nothing will happen because Hashem protects and helps him. He has no stress keeping him up. He's so confident in salvation that he can sleep peacefully. Pasuk Zain Lo ira mirivavot am asher saviv shatu alai. I will not fear from the multitude who have set themselves up around me to overtake and overcome me. Now that David has expressed his faith in Hashem and his confidence in Hashem, he moves on to the third section of the Mizmor where he requests that God rise to save him. Pasuk Chet Kuma Adonai Hoshieni Elohai. As soon as we hear this phrase, Kuma Adonai, 
we hear the tefillah of Moshe in our mind, the tefillah of Kuma Adonai ve'afutu oivecha. Hashem rise up in the face of the rabim who are kamim alai, um, those who say, Ein Yeshuata lo selah, please you Hashem, hoshe'eni, save me. Pas- continuing with Pasuk Chet, Ki hikita et kol oyevai lechi, shinei reshaim shibarta. For you have stricken all of my enemies, you have broken the teeth of my evildoers. And here, although David is praying for something to occur in the future, he says, Kihikita, for you have already stricken, past tense. And that's something we'll see often in Tehillim, where something that is anticipated in the future is described in past tense, and that indicates an extreme confidence that the event will occur. So David is saying, your salvation will be apparent when you offer a devastating blow to my enemies. Literally, when you hit my enemies in their cheeks, causing their teeth to fall out. So this is an image that compares the enemies to wild animals who are subdued once they're hit in the face. And Radak also points out that a punch in the face is a symbol of embarrassment. So the enemies will be embarrassed. Whereas, as we saw in Pasuk Dalid, Hashem brings pride. He is Merim Roshi to the Mishorer. Moving on to Pasuk Tet, Radak reads Pasuk Chet as saying, When I am saved, then moving on to Pasuk Tet, I will pro- proclaim that, The victory or rescue is attributed to Hashem. Your blessing will benefit the nation who will be saved. Amos Chacham points out in the Sikum to this Mizmor that this Pasuk has a very different sound than the other Pesukim of this Mizmor. And it's the only one to be said in plural. So if we keep in mind the idea that David said each mizmor of Tehillim to apply to himself and all of B'nai Israel and all the times. So if we look at this mizmor as something general, not only something that relates specifically to the time of escape from Avshalom, then we could imagine that this mizmor would be a good one for a, an army to say on their way out to battle. So we can think about the mizmor where we start with a call of distress, calling out to God, then re, sorry, expression of faith in God, then calling out to God. And after saying this mizmor and getting a sense of confidence within the army, then we can imagine them calling out this last pasuk, Victory is to God. Bring blessing to your nation.